You're listening to the Lux Lounge Podcast, the official podcast of Urban Lux Real Estate. And now, here are your hosts, Joe and Dave. Welcome, everyone, to Lux Lounge episode whatever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not prepared today. We're just kind of having fun here at the office. Um, it is gorgeous in Old Town Scottsdale right now, and uh, people are wandering in the middle of the street, and you, you kind of want to hit them with your car. That means the tourists are back. That's right, and they're all wearing Green Bay shirts. Oh, that's right. Green <laughs> Bay game. I've probably seen 25 people today walking around in Green Bay shirts. Yeah, you're actually out there harassing them, though. Well, yeah. I said, are you guys ready to play the best team in the NFL? So picture this. Everybody's uh, out there. Um, we're sitting in our office, which is beautifully located in front of the Chauncey Horse Fountain by Urbox and, and uh, Barrio Queen on 5th and Marshall in historic Old Town Scottsdale. And people just wander in front of our office, which is fantastic. We had tons of people walking in asking questions about real estate. But Dave jumps out there in the street, stops them. Yep. <laughs> Well, you know, after uh, seeing the Cardinals go, what are we, 7-0? and And uh, Green Bay, everyone's in town. So I talked to these folks. A hundred of them came down here for the game. Man, that's a big cheese bus. I, <laughs> that's a lot of right. cheese. Um, so it's it's fun, though. I mean, it's going to be, I told them that that's the kind of the downside about going to a Cardinals game. Generally, there's more fans for the other team just because it's such a transplant state. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a challenge we have. Bears, um, a big one. San Francisco travels well. Denver travels well. We don't see a lot of Denver here anymore. Minnesota travels well. Yeah, um, obviously Cardinals. So anybody who doesn't remember, I'm old. So uh, before we had the Cardinals, they would televise two teams every single game, and that was the Cowboys and the Broncos. So back then, everybody was either a Broncos fan or a Cowboys fan. So the old-timers like me typically are aligned with one of those teams. I wasn't. I was a Bears fan. <laughs> but a lot of Cowboys fans. Yeah, we can definitely see a lot of Cowboys fans um, going no, to the game. Those are homegrown. So yeah. yeah, that's a little difference. Those are homegrown. We have a lot of people from, from Wisconsin. Uh, why wouldn't you? I mean, it's, you know, 40 below there. That's what they were, these guys were saying today. He's like, I think we're we're like 20 degrees back home right now, and you guys are 80 for the rest of the week. Sounds yeah, you're good. you're still in shorts. I know. And it's Halloween. You know, Halloween's typically the, the change of, of season for us right there, and that comes up this weekend. I don't know when they're going to air this one, but uh, we're looking forward to a Halloween coming up. Uh, but, you know, we talk about people from out of state. We have, boy, I mean, Wisconsin, the difference this year is they're moving here. Usually Wisconsin, Minnesota visit a lot. And people move here. Don't get me wrong. We have a ton of people from Wisconsin. But because of taxation uh, in those in the Midwest and Illinois, uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota, boy, they're just moving here. Yeah, that's I very quickly brought up the, hey, you know, we're getting a lot of people that buy a second home here and then rent it out when they're not using it and make 10 plus percent on their money. And they're like, Huh. That's a good marketing plan. I'm going to harass you about your team, and then I'm going to ask you to buy a house. <laughs> uh, but we're seeing a ton. And, and they're coming in with cash, and they're they're doing what it takes. Uh, I kind of want to talk about that really quick right now. Um, you know, we, were, we do a, train, a lot of train here at Urban Lux, and one of the things we were going over the other day was, you know, what's a buyer and what's a seller? Seller is a person that's motivated to sell property, but a buyer is is someone who's motivated to do what it takes to buy a property in today's market. Not just I want to buy a house or I want to submit an offer, but are you going to make an offer that it 
will actually get you the house. Interesting. Two totally different things. Yes, absolutely. Right? Oh, the house is listed for 500. Great, I'll give him a 500 offer. I'm like, yeah, but will you give him a 575 offer? Will you waive the appraisal? Will you make the earnest money hard? Will you take the house as is? Not one of those, all of those <laughs> on top of the 575 offer. And that's what you have to do to be willing to buy a house. Yeah, it's crazy. Just even the appreciation just isn't stopping right now. No. And the people that that did this last year and told me oh, we're risking too much, we're paying over appraisal fee, they're smiling, the ones about last year. Oh, yeah. They're like all day long. No, like we've said before, 2023 might come around and be like, man, you bought in 2021, you got such a good deal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting with a client yesterday, and uh, who you know well, about two years ago, we were looking at his property and about $600,000. Now we're looking at it at $875,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, I got, and he only wants about $200,000 condo. Which doesn't exist anymore. It's a three hundred thousand dollar condo, right? Um, but I go, hey, you went up two hundred, and the property you want to buy only went up a hundred. You won, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it actually almost pays for itself. And he, but his thought is, well, if I wait two more years, do I get it for free? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, you probably. might. <laughs> I don't see any slowdown. No, um, I think the interesting thing with the sellers right now is, you know, if we look at let's just say like eight five two five four. Appreciation was 20% last quarter, and then they're listing at 40%. Well, take the 20% and be happy and sell your house. And then everyone's swinging for the fences, and then we start seeing the price reductions, or maybe it came on market and stuff's not appraising. But, you know, still 20% and a quarter is insane. Oh, yeah. And this is the first time I've, uh, well, not the first time in my career, but uh, the first time in this swing um, uh, that I've seen people saying, you know what? I don't know where I'm going to go, but I'm selling my house. Because I, I want the money. We had a neighbor down the street. Um, they bought for a million three. Uh, went on the market. Never really went on the market. Put the sign up. Sold it for two million in a day. And where are you going to go? I don't know. But I got seven hundred grand in my pocket. And I was really shocked. No plan. Have no idea. They actually have a, a a fifth wheeler. They go. We might just live in the fifth wheeler for a while. I've heard that from a few people as well. Yeah. Like just hey, you know. But in 06, if you would have told me, hey, sell your house and go rent for four years and you can buy your house back for half the price, or actually just two years, it would have been great advice. Yeah. That's where that crystal ball comes into effect. Yeah. I need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> the Urban Lux crystal ball. Yep. Come in for a free reading. Yep. <laughs> it says you should buy a house. <laughs> Especially if you're from Green Bay. <laughs> you ever been to Green Bay? Man. <laughs> I'd live here too. Uh, so, you know, a couple of things I wanted to kind of talk to about today was, you know, where are you going to put your money? Is it worth selling? I mean, everybody's so scared right now. And I'm actually telling people, sell. Again, I, that idea of, I don't know where I'm going to go. Okay. If that's the answer, still sell. Don't not sell. Yeah, if you if you can figure it out. I mean, if you're a person like my client yesterday who went up over 200 grand in the last two years, and he's retired. He needs the money. I mean, he's on a budget. That's a windfall. Totally. Take your windfall, move on. Yeah. Rent for a while. Yeah, rents are crazy high. Uh, and we'll take talk about you know rentals and, and investment in a few minutes um, because you got to put your money somewhere. Stock market's not doing it. Right. Uh, so if you're you know if you want that windfall, sell rent. I mean, families don't want to do it. Rental market's crazy. Uh, but trying to find a combination where you're going to sell high and buy low, that doesn't happen at the exact same time. You need to give it some time. Right. 
And it's hard to say when that low is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, well, I, I don't think we're going to crash, but, uh, and for people, you know, out of state, uh, there are certain parts of the market that have an outlet valve of new homes and that's going to be, you know, out in Goodyear on the, on the far West side, on the far East side, you're going to have Mesa's booming with new home sales. But if you're in Phoenix, Scottsdale, not a lot of new homes getting built. And if they are, they're crazy expensive. And out of most people's, yeah, I mean, Pulte's building a two million, uh, 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 subdivision, um, select 25 homes, whatnot, 92nd and cactus. They're having a bidding war on the lots. And you may be paying a million dollars just for the lot to get a $2 million home on now a million dollar lot. So it's not a $3 million home. And guess what? They want you to spend 25% upgrade. So now it's five million dollar home. <laughs> and there's like a, a clause for like a 30% increase on materials. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh building isn't a great option because of that. Right. Um, I have clients walking away. So there's some some decent lots still left that aren't don't have washes in them. They're still level. Uh, however, um, you know, we get a massive amount of cancellations on those lots because once people bring out their builder and they find out what's going to really cost to build a home, they walk. And it's usually not the builder. It's the cost of the materials. Right. Well, like we had, you know, a remodel priced out of my house and it came out like 25% higher than what I said the initial budget was. Yeah. So no remodel. Client the other day... Um, the dirt went up. The price of dirt to level lot went up significantly. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with, you know, ships outside the Long Beach port not able to come in. It's dirt. dirt. <laughs> it's, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> uh, so they're going to, you know, they're going to do resell that, that client. Um, and they're moving after just one year because of the windfall they got on that build. You know, they waited a year to have a house built by a big builder it got done. Um, they're not in love with the house. They like the house. It's a great house, but they're looking to make about a million dollars in a, in a year. Wow. Again, they wrote the contract two years ago. House got delivered to them a year ago. So they're really at two years ago prices. Because I was told, brothers, there's no price increase at that time. Oh, that's materials. nice. Yeah. So they can walk away with that. So um, kind of one of the, the overlaying thoughts here is sell. Why not? And the market needs it. Yeah. The market will eat it up. Absolutely. And you, the terms you will get will be ridiculous. Um, and the funny thing is, is, and I hate to say this, anybody with a real estate license can list a house right now. You can underprice it by $100,000. It's going to end up where it's supposed to go. Right. Someone will, will pay it. Yeah. The, the pro true professional, though, is going to get the appraisal wavered. You sell it in as-is condition. You know, all those things that a seller wants to do uh, to make it just an easy sell. Absolutely. Now, where is you going to put your money? Because that's something I've been thinking about. Well, I mean, investment properties are always working. You know, the Airbnbs are 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 still booking at um, at great rates. But the long term, it's all, it's really hard to find an unfurnished long term rental. Yeah, because almost everybody's tried. Almost a lot of the investors have converted over to the Airbnb, you know, model. So it looks like investment properties went up in purchasing seventy percent. In the last 12 months, I, I think it's a number I saw that uh, it, the, at the request for investor loans or the completion of investor loans um, for rental property, 70% increase wow. in what they were getting. So everybody's jumping on that. Uh, what I'm seeing is people moving from out of state and saying, I want to buy a house and I want to buy an investment property. I know you do a lot of that. Yep. Yep. We're definitely, definitely seeing a lot more of that. Um, I've got a couple guys right now. One's looking for an Airbnb. One's looking for... Or a couple that are looking for longer term rentals. 
Um, we were looking at a house up in Tatum Ranch the other day that, or he sent it to me yesterday, eight and a quarter, probably rents for a minimum of 4000 a month. But if I know this guy, he'll probably say, well, let's just put it on for five and we might get five. Yeah. I I think that's tongue in cheek now with a client of what my advice is and what's actually going to happen. I just know where I can, my level that I can commit to. And then if it gets higher than that, then I'm good. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I actually have had a couple things set on yeah. the market. I mean, you know, people think that everything's going to go for a crazy price. Nice properties go for crazy prices. So, I mean, I even had a house cleared out by our landscaper, Julio, to make it look better. They got a junky furniture and whatever. I just came over there with a, with a trailer and emptied the place out for two grand. Um, to make it look better, because if you make it look better, you will start getting those crazy offers. Yeah. We um, we had a couple rentals we put on a couple months ago, and the rentals aren't automatically feeding to Zillow anymore. Oh, that's right. So I think they're charging like a buck a day. We had it for like a week on the MLS. We're about to reduce the price. I'm like, hey, let's just tr- put on Zillow. Four applications first day. It's on yeah. Zillow. It's crazy. Still just doing a good job with that. Yeah. You know? It's definitely a place to go to look for rentals. Yeah, I always tell clients right now, and if you are out there and you're looking for a rental, people call the realtor and say, yeah, some stuff's on the MLS, but everything's on Zillow for the most part. You have to be. It's yeah. just their platform's huge. Yeah, and the property managers don't like to use MLS. They don't want to pay another realtor commission if they don't have to, so right. they'll just put it right on the on Zillow. So uh, unfortunately, where we used to take that as a big part of our service, because we really don't make money helping you find a rental, Um you know, now we actually, our hands are tied. Yeah. Kind of have to go to Zillow. And sometimes, I mean, you know, reality is we probably aren't wanting to do the paperwork for what they pay rentals, us. So we just connect them with the listing agency. Go for it. We're not greedy. We just like to break even. <laughs> we should pay for our gas. <laughs> but the property managers know they don't have to pay us very much. And, and it's their, their era to shine. And that's a tough business to be in. I know you do the property management for the VRBO. It's not easy. It's brain damage. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, but again, we handle it here at Urban Lux Real Estate. Uh, always happy to, you know, explore what your needs are because we kind of do everything. Not from commercial. We've got a bunch of commercial deals closing. We've helped people with hotels and, and leasing of commercial property along with the VRBO. We can find you long-term rental solutions, help you buy those properties, help you vet client uh, tenants. Yeah, I mean, tenant placement, especially right now, is is huge. Yeah, you make sure they can afford it. Well, and the, now because there it's there's nothing to buy, we have been cl- uh, clients buying in parts of town that we considered undesirable before. Oh yeah, to buy multiplexes because you can buy a sixplex in an area that we would be like, oh, you you don't want to go over there. It's hard to collect rent. So those people trash the properties um, in certain parts of town. Now we're like, yeah, great investment. Yeah, you probably won't make that much per month. But, uh, you get, but you get know, you're looking at appreciation and those yeah. you know as everything spreads out more those areas will become desirable at some point. Oh yeah, and then you know we look at some of these neighborhoods where we do these six plexes, eight plexes, and they're just knock them down and put up a new apartment building. And if you don't own the original one, you can't knock it down to put up a new one. Right. You know. You got to get in the game. Gotta it's get never a game. bad time to get in the game. Yeah. So uh, I see this as a little lull right now. Um, I think we're gonna see some new spikes next year. Yeah. Even though it's going up, I, we don't have that much inventory. I think we were at uh, 6,500 single-family homes available in the Valley. I haven't yesterday. looked for a little while, yeah. Yeah, about 1,000 more than we had in spring. But this is our, our slower time, so we actually have 1,000 extra houses. 
Uh, but that's everywhere. That's from Maricopa to Santan to Phoenix to Scottsdale all the way north into Anthem. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, and everybody still wants a single family house, house if they can get it. Absolutely. Uh, the other parts of the investment portion, um, just buying your own residential property. People are really asking me a lot about 1031 exchanges out of their investment properties, uh, moving here, buying their their primary residence, and then how long do you have to hold it? You know, two of the last five years ish to to you know avoid the gains on that, paying the the gains. And you know, we have a lot of grumbling about what's going to happen in Washington and how the tax are going to be affected by that. Great time to buy, and if you're worried about you know what's happening in Washington, it's a great time to sell your investment property. Yeah, and the 1031s a, a really nice way to you can you you can sell one by two. You could sell two by one. I mean, there's a million different things that you can do with that. Um, and that's something that, luckily, we are all versed in here at Urban Lux. Yeah, and a lot of people aren't. I mean, you t- say 1031 to most agents, they have no idea what you're talking about. Again, I'm a little older. Uh, we did a lot of that during the boom last uh, big wave um, of increases. But we haven't seen that much of it yet here. Uh, but people are able to move out. Let's say you don't like the taxes in Illinois. You sell your investment properties in Illinois. You buy investment properties in Arizona because the taxation's low. And guess what? If the taxes are $10,000 less a year, that's $10,000 right back in your pocket because we're getting the same rents they're getting now. That's huge. You know, so uh, it's it's shocking when people come here and talk about our prices. Oh, your prices have really gone up. Yeah, but our taxes really haven't. Yeah, property taxes here are still very low for what you get. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to pay more for your car tags every year. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> but it's not going to be $10,000 worth. Uh, so again, another big piece for Arizona and, and the popularity uh, is that low taxation. And, and those Wisconsin people, man, they're they're getting nailed. I know. it's Every time I hear talk to one of them, I'm just like, wait, how much? Yeah. It's <laughs> insane. I had a friend selling a property in Chicago, and uh, I go, Wow. That neighborhood, I thought it was a more expensive neighborhood. And that house, oh my God, it's a big, it looks like it was on like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's like one of those purely Midwestern big McMansion things. And uh, it was only $800,000. And I was like, that's like that's cheap. I thought that neighborhood was much more expensive. Look at the taxes. It's like $43,000 a year. It's <laughs> like it's like a teacher's salary. <laughs> yeah, you literally have to like, you know, have your kids out there in the sweatshop to make just the taxes back. <laughs> Uh, so again, that eight hundred grand here, um, you can probably, you know, for your, for your monthly payment. Yeah, eight hundred grand here would get you a house with, you know, taxes around three grand. Yeah. So you got an extra, you know, four forty grand a year you're spending to put towards a bigger house. Now you're buying a million two house or whatnot uh, and a nicer house, and you're out of the snow. So uh, we just want to tell everybody we're seeing things happening here. Um, snowbirds are in. What are you seeing? Uh, snowbirds are definitely in. Uh, what's the the saying here? Once the license plate starts changing, you know it's fall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we get, you know, this is the time of year where everybody that lives where it's cold comes here because it's 80 degrees and it's beautiful outside. Um, so we welcome them. Come on down and buy a house. Yeah. And if you're a realtor coming from out of state and you want to hang your license, we're looking at a bunch of realtors right now that hang licenses in multiple states. Yeah. So if you want to come down here, we can get licensed. Um, you can get licensed online now uh, if you want to hang licensed because we got some people who are working part of the year here and working part of the year someplace else. Um, again, a thing we used to see in the past and we're starting to see again. Yep. Living it up in the business. Very cool. Well, guys, we just wanted to kind of wrap up uh, with uh, wishing you a happy holidays coming up. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Yeah. 
We did our pumpkins. We did. You got a lot more to do? Uh, yeah, like another 50. <laughs> I was telling Dave here, I gave, the, uh, I gave one of the two sixth grade classes at my daughter's school uh, pumpkins. And I said, oh, I didn't get pumpkins for the other class. I'll bring those tomorrow. And she's like, no, don't. Because <laughs> they were envious. You got to like that. That's <laughs> well, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Lux Lounge podcast, the official podcast of Urban Lux Real Estate, located in Old Town Scottsdale, Arizona. If you'd like to support the show, please give us a five-star review on your podcast player of choice, follow the show on Instagram, or subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have questions for Joe and Dave, feel free to write in to luxloungepod at gmail.com. We may talk about your question on the show. If you would like to learn more about Urban Lux Real Estate, please visit our website, urbanluxre.com, for more information. This podcast was produced by T-Door Productions. Intro music by Doug Maxwell. Outro music by Track Tribe.